Hey everyone, this is your favorite sports columnist, Dave Weinberg. I want to welcome you all back to my podcast, Tequila and Touchdowns. Unfortunately, I don't have much to talk about in terms of tequila. The only shot I've gotten the last couple of weeks was the vaccine number two that I got last Wednesday at the Atlantic City Convention Center. I figured it might be best to wait a couple of weeks before going back to my favorite kind of shots. Uh, by the way, I want to make uh, another shout out to the Atlantic City Convention Center and all the uh, people that are involved in distributing the vaccine, the National Guard and the nurses. Uh, they did a fantastic job. The whole process is easy peasy. And uh, I highly recommend it if you can get a, uh, an appointment to, to take advantage of it. Anyway, I'll be I'll be back to talking to Keela next week. And if uh, when I do, I wouldn't mind stopping by and actually doing a podcast from your place while downing a margarita or a shot or two or three. Uh, you can reach me at WeinbergD419 at Comcast.net or via Facebook Messenger. I guess we can now move on to the, the sports section of the podcast. Let's start with the Eagles, I guess. Uh, there's a report on ESPN today that um, Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie is committed to, to uh, Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback this year. Personally, I think that's a pretty good move. I mean, and hopefully it'll take away the... Uh, the, the chance that the Eagles are going to use that number six overall pick on a quarterback, which I think is a big mistake. They've got a whole lot of uh, holes to fill in that lineup. And I, I would personally, I would think they would use that pick on a wide receiver like Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith, or maybe even a defensive back like Patrick Sertain from Alabama. I know there's been some talk that they might be interested in the, the Florida tight end Kyle Pitts, but um I don't know that he's the, the game breaker, and I don't know if you want to use the number six pick on a guy who's going to be sharing playing time with Dallas Goddard. I mean, I know they'll be playing together at times, but um, a tight end just seems it seems awfully hard to pick a pick that, a player at that position there. Also, I've heard some rumors that the Eagles are thinking about trading Brandon Brooks, the guard, all-pro guard, who uh, missed this past season with a torn Achilles. But even so, trading Brandon would be a huge mistake. Because when he's healthy, he's one of the best guards in the NFL. And if you're going to stick with Hurts as your quarterback, you need to give him all the protection you can get. And when you got Brooks and, and Lane Johnson anchoring down, anchoring down that right side, that's, uh, that's as good as it gets as far as protection goes. So uh, there's no way that I'm trading Brandon Brooks. No way, no how. Uh, I just don't think that the players of his caliber are easier to come by. So I think you hold on to him if you absolutely can. I also want to give a little bit of a... A shout-out to, to center Jason Kelsey and defensive end Brandon Graham. Uh, if you get a chance, you can check out my column about them on my, uh, on my blog, Dave Weinberg Extra Points. Uh, Jason's going to be coming back for his 11th season, and Brandon Graham's coming back for his 12th. Uh, those are two of the uh, classiest and nicest guys, actually, that, I've, uh, that I encountered during my time covering the Eagles for uh, my former employer. Uh, and, you know, Jason's been talking about retiring for the last couple of years now, but, you know, thankfully he's going to come back again. I was a little surprised because I thought he might leave after last season's debacle, but um, to his credit, he doesn't want to go out that way. He wants to go out on his own terms and hopefully leave the franchise in good hands. And the same thing with Brandon. I mean, he's been talked about getting traded for the last couple of weeks. I mean, excuse me, last couple of years, but um, there's no harder working player on that team. Uh, has a really high motor, always gives 100%. And I still think he's got some football left in him, so hopefully they'll be able to uh, keep him around for a couple more years. I guess everybody knows by now that uh, this past uh, Monday, I guess it was, or excuse me, past Sunday, was the 50th anniversary of the uh, famous Ali Frazier uh, one 
that took place on Madison Square Garden in 1971. Uh, all I remember about it actually is I was in sixth grade at the time at Cape May City Elementary, and that uh, that fight was the talk of the playground all day. I remember, and uh, as everybody knows, you know, Frazier won the fight, uh, cemented it by knocking down Ali in the 15th round. Back when they had 15 round fights, so um, but yeah, that's uh, their their matchup was uh, one of the special moments in sports. So you talk to people who were around back then, and they'll tell you that that might be the the biggest single sporting event in history, actually bigger than Super Bowls, World Series, Olympics, what have you. Uh, matter of fact, um, my last encounter, I guess, with Smoking Joe was in 2005. I was picking up my daughter at the airport after she was coming home from Jacksonville University her junior year, and um, we stopped and ate at a chicken Pete's in South Philly, and lo and behold, Smoking Joe was in the booth behind us and was kind enough to, to give a, a little picture of himself and an autograph to my daughter, which actually she now carries, she still carries in her wallet, which is a, a pretty cool thing. Getting ready to hit the links tomorrow for the first time in a week, I guess, or so. It's uh, nice to see that the warm weather's finally going to be shaping up, and uh, I want to take advantage of that when I can. Um, I, I watched some golf on TV last weekend and really enjoyed Bryson DeChambeau's victory in the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Some people probably know that uh, Arnold has a connection to, to our area. Uh, back in the 50s, I guess it was, maybe even the 40s, he was stationed at the, he went through basic training at the U.S. Coast Guard in, uh, in Cape May. And during his spare time, he'd play a lot of golf at uh, what was then Wildwood Country Club, now it's the Shore Club, and Atlantic City Country Club. So, um, he, he's, uh, he made a few friends down here over the years. And, uh, so that, that, that was one connection that I think, uh, people can enjoy. Well, that about does it for this edition of Tequila and Touchdowns. Make sure to check out my weekly radio appearances on 1400 WOND and 97.3 ESPN. I'm on Mondays at 1400 with Scott Chronic, usually around five o'clock or so. And on Weinberg Wednesdays on 97.3 with Josh Hennig, usually around 6.15. In addition, you can check out my Extra Points blog, like I said, and you can also find my columns on 973ESPN.com and SureNews.com. In the meantime, here's a little something to get you through the week. Lord, I was born a rambling man, trying to make a living and doing the best I can. And when it's time for leaving, I hope you'll understand that I was born a rambling man. Well, my father was a gambler down in Georgia. He wound up on the wrong end of a gun. And I was born in the back seat of a Grand bus rolling down Highway 41. Lord, I was born a rambling man, trying to make a living and doing the best I can. And when it's time for leaving, I hope you'll understand that I was born a rambling man. I'm on my way to New Orleans this morning, leaving out of Nashville, Tennessee. They're always having a good time down on the bio laws. Them Delta women think the world of me. Lord, I was born a rambling man.
Trying to make a living and doing the best I can. And when it's time for leaving, I hope you'll understand that I was born a rambling man. See you next week.